0: Hello, Jack here from rheumatology.physio and we are back for another blog read. This week we are discussing recognising rheumatology conditions. A couple of little bits of information before we get cracking, in case anybody is listening to this via the podcast um, or watching on the videos on YouTube, then um, I do I am sold out for courses in 2020 but there are a couple of spaces left in January for tw- in 2021 for online courses. Hopefully we'll be back to face-to-face soon enough as well. So head to rheumatology.physio forward slash courses, and there you can see the dates that are available and the times. The booking links will take you straight to the shop, you can also get my pre-recorded online course as well which is um, about five and a half hours long in total and you can do that all in your own time so um, do have a look at both of those options if you want lots of further information about rheumatology in msk practice so um, on to the blog read thank you very much to at taiwan oz physio for bringing this paper to my attention which is used as the basis for the blog post and you can see the reference at the end on the web page itself clearly recognizing rheumatology conditions is of interest to me this paper is interesting especially because it literally attempted to test this skill in physiotherapists and we'll talk about that a little bit as usual feedback is greatly appreciated and any further reading for me please do send it my way please remember this blog is not a replacement for clinical reasoning and if you are unsure get advice introduction The paper we are discussing sent a survey to physiotherapists in Canada. It contained four clinical scenarios describing the following conditions, rheumatoid arthritis, ankylosing spondylitis, knee osteoarthritis, and low back pain. Overall, the respondents did very well, mostly getting the diagnoses correct and suggesting RA and AS be sent to rheumatology, and OA or low back pain don't really need to go. There were some limitations mentioned in the study regarding sample bias, and clearly Canada may not represent the rest of the world, but I am not so overly interested in those. I think of more importance here is the cases are described as typical cases, which are chosen intentionally to create a reference point for further work. This mirrors my experience working with physios in the UK that typical cases are rarely missed, but it's the fringe cases that are more of an issue, and makes the basis for my teaching. Thoughts? In this study, the physios were shown to perform poorest in the AS scenario and this is reflected in delayed diagnosis research. This was a typical case. The exact cases aren't published but I can guess that the symptomology included protracted morning stiffness, chronic low back pain, waking in the night and improvement with anti-inflammatories. We know that many axial spondyloarthritis patients present with a less classical picture or a picture complicated by other conditions, especially women. And this is where I see physios and other MSK therapists struggle. This is further compounded by peripheral presentations of spondyloarthritis, such as psoriatic arthritis, and I have concerns over the increasing attention axial spondyloarthritis gets over these peripheral cases. We also need to consider the overlap of many rheumatological conditions, the existence of connected tissue disorders and the push to consider biopsychosocial aspects of presentations. And finally, in the UK, the judicious use of investigations, such as bloods and imaging. Biopsychosocial. In the MSK community, we are moving away from the biomedical model, which assumes symptoms are related to structure and injury, and towards a biopsychosocial model, which considers many more factors impacting on symptomology. I am fully on board with this movement. It does, however, run the risk of being applied too stringently to the individual, which is ironic given it's aimed at being more individual and concentrating too much on some aspects can lead to missing important factors. This is the same if you overweight any one factor. We still need to consider the bio portion. I do not think the pendulum has swung too far, but trying to incorporate more aspects can unintentionally lead to missing things. It is suggested that investigations and onward referral for back pain can be significantly significantly reduced. In spinal arthritis presentations though, they are absolutely necessary. Judicious use of investigations. We don't want to investigate those who don't need it, but we absolutely need to where necessary. On my courses, I try to push the appropriate times to refer and investigate using strong clinical reasoning processes. This all falls down if we don't inherently understand the presentations of these conditions and their heterogeneous nature. Those in positions closer to the start of patient journeys, like first contact roles, private practice, assessment services, need to understand this more than those who have greater levels of screening, but still some conditions will slip through the net. Conclusion. I am delighted this study showed that physios did well. I hope that I have, I have explained the reasons for MSK therapists to increase their knowledge and awareness of these conditions. I would be fascinated to see similar studies done in the UK with other MSK therapists and with more complex presentations. Why not have a look at my clinical reasoning ebook and test out some of this out for yourself? That is available on my shop um, and you can have it for free, but there is an optional payment um, as well. Thank you for reading and please do consider looking at my shop to consider to uh, support my efforts. My blogs will remain free for those willing to read them. Please do get me any feedback you might have so that I can grow and improve and I'll see you next time. The reference for the study talked about today was Erman et al, 2020. Physical therapist's ability to distinguish between inflammatory and non-inflammatory arthritis and to appropriately refer patients to a rheumatologist, published in Arthritis Care Research.